Welcome to the Heaping Scoop Podcast, where balance meets lifestyle, the best place to get your mind and body in shape, with your hosts, Andrew Shepard and Bryce Wiggins. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing cold exposure and whether you should include it in your recovery routine. Okay, to get us started, Bryce, tell us what a cold plunge is. Like, I, I have an idea of what it is. I just have the thoughts in my head that you, in a tub or some sort of bin with a bunch of ice cold water, and you yeah. sit in it for a while after you exercise. Elaborate on that more for me. Yeah, so just a cold plunge is um, your typical ice bath, right? Um, the reason I think they they make it or call it a a cold plunge is just the pure fact that you're quickly in and out you don't you're not trying to stay in there for you know more than 20 minutes or hours on end unless you're the ice man for those of you who know who the ice man is uh wim hoff you should look into him he's pretty cool guy okay so i know you're somebody you've done cold plunges in the past correct I've done like ice baths. I've done um, what's it called? Cryotherapy, if you guys know what that is. Um, and not a proper cold plunge. I wish I had access okay. to one, but no. So, do you think that if you, people were just to take like a cold shower, they can get the same experience as taking a cold plunge or get the same effect? Like, stand up in the cold shower for like five mm-hmm. ten minutes after they work out yeah i believe so um it's part of my routine it has been i would say since you know last summer um which is about like six to eight months ago or so and i started doing cold showers just to see the effects and and include it in my routine um and you definitely i definitely felt more refreshed and awake in the morning i would do it in the morning by the way so when when I when I get up, I'll I'll you know brush my teeth, wash my face, all that, uh, get ready, and then take a cold shower. I don't usually use soap just because I go to the gym um, frequently, like right after that, um, after the cold shower, and then after I'll I'll take a regular shower, cold as well. So um, you definitely can get the same or wreak the same benefits from cold exposure through cold showers. Just depending on where you live, obviously, if you're up north, you're going to get more uh, more cold, you know, water up there through the pipes. It'll just be a lot cooler. If it snows, then you're probably going to be exposed to lower temperatures than Florida is or in, in Trinidad uh, for for lower temperature water overall. But you do definitely get the same effects like overall mood. Um, you get that upbeat um like adrenaline boost like you feel like very upbeat and 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 high in energy right in the morning so i enjoy it so i assume they have cold plunge units you can probably buy from like a company but can you make your own like a diy own if you wanted to yeah yeah so like the companies that make them um i think it's like cold barrel um, they have like ones that are shaped in a, a barrel like they did in the in the old days, like where they had a lot so of you stand up in it. 
Yeah, you, that one I you can stand up and uh, it's big enough. Uh, there's others that are like tubs and you just connect it to uh, yeah. your water source, I believe, or, or something like that. Or you just plug it in, I think, because it has its own like built-in cooler. Um, those yeah. range from like a thousand to six thousand it's it's pretty crazy um i just but, think it's a name but you can you can definitely make your own yeah. i've seen there's i've seen this guy on youtube he made his own for like 1200 with like but it was like a, a really nice one with insulation yeah uh he, he bought like the cooling unit for like 150 bucks and then all the plywood and stuff and he treated the wood so it was waterproof and everything it was crazy it was really nice uh very well done project that he had but you can definitely do it um but you can have the just a regular tub outside connect a cooler a cooling unit to it um so it's like kind of enclosed so no elements get on it or the the weather you know messes it up or whatever um so you have some type of tubing running through the cooler in and out um, outside. So it, it chills the water um, at night and then you can just go in the morning and, and uh, jump in the cold plunge. But if you really want it to be really cheap, could you not just get like a big tub and get a bunch of like few bags of ice, a couple of bags of ice, pour water in it and then put the ice in it and then get in? Would, not, would that not achieve the same effect? Yeah, it would, but it it's a lot more costly because the amount of ice you need in order to reach that, you know, desired temperature. So I think it's like, I want to say 20, 20 to 30 Fahrenheit um, in Celsius. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to guess here. I think it's like 10. No, no, less than that. That's so wrong. That's Six. negative. That's negative. Is it negative? That's oh, negative. Yeah. So like negative four? Yes, that's that's below zero. <laughs> okay. So it, negative. It's more than neg negative four. It's more than negative four. So like negative eight Celsius? Something for 30 it's Fahrenheit. very cold. Yeah, but in order to get that desired temperature to get the benefits, um, you need a lot of bags of ice to uh, get that desired temperature. Uh, down low enough to where you can get the benefits so it's a lot more costly and i think each bag of ice is like i don't know like two, like a dollar to to three dollars each and i think you need like 20 bags or like to really feel like cold submerged in that yeah. in the ice so it's a more costly option okay. i've done it with like five bags of ice and like and a bathtub my bathtub so yeah i don't know it it wasn't it was definitely not cold enough it was cold but definitely not cold enough yeah have you ever done a cold plunge before or no no not besides not that not one you one. did in your house never tried a proper no. one no i just been do you plan I just to been do? taking i just been taking cold showers um and it i think it helps um would you ever use a cold plunge as a way of recovery after your exercise or not really? Yeah. So, um, in the past I, I would do that when I got injured, um, frequently. So I would either, you know, ice my ankles. If I sprained my ankle, obviously it's a sprain. So you want to 
ICID to reduce the inflammation. Um, but for now, like in terms of recovery for, you know, just regular weightlifting, I don't think it's more so a recovery tactic unless you're, you're very fatigued or injured in a certain area where you would need to, to implement some type of rest, some type of icing to reduce inflammation in that area. So do you think that long-term cold plunges are good for your health, Bryce? Yeah, I, I believe, I believe they are. Um, if, if you look into, uh, Tony Robbins, Andrew Huberman, Joe Rogan, any of those like, um, not celebrities, but I guess, you know, well-known people in that space of, you know, and, uh, as a public figure, those people as public figures, I think are, um, they've experienced it. They've, they've shown that it helps them, um, with overall mood gets them up in the morning and then they're ready to go, uh, with whatever they have for the day. Um, and it just gets them going. And, and I believe for me personally, I think it should be a part of, you know, your, your daily routine just because, I mean, I think everyone should try it. Definitely. Everyone should try it. Um, even you, Andrew, I know you probably don't want to just because it's cold and you don't want to feel uncomfortable. That's completely fine as most people are. Um, but I definitely think it should be a part in your routine. I mean, I would try it, but I don't have a bathtub. I have a shower, so oh, yeah. I already do it. Say somebody's never done cold plunging before and they want to try it for the first time. What should they know about it and in terms of do's and don'ts? So if you don't know about cold plunging, um, you can read about all the benefits and, and what it can do for you. Um, puts you in an uncomfortable you know, area that you really want to get out of. So that area being the cold and you trying to get out as quickly as possible. Um, but in order to like receive those, those benefits, uh, it's only going to be like three minutes at that temperature of, you know, say 20 to, to 40 degrees uh, Fahrenheit and whatever it is in, in Celsius for those of you that are European or, or using the, I guess, better metric, the quote unquote, better metric system. Um, it, it is better. Metric is better. There's, <laughs> there's no two ways about it. The whole world yeah, uses well, metric. It has to be better. Well, I can't, you can't blame that on me for growing up here. <laughs> anyway, I know. it's not your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it's only three minutes. Um, you just kind of have to work your way up. So if you wanted to do a cold plunge, I would just start off with, you know, ice, getting bags of ice, putting in your tub and see how you like it. And obviously filling it up with, with, uh, regular water and seeing if you can make like the, the, the three minutes you may need like probably about 10 to 20 bags of ice to really feel the cold. Um, I've only done like five full bags of ice, so it wasn't as cold, but you, I stayed in longer in order to get that, you know, same effect when I was, you know, very sore. But yeah, for those of you who don't know, I would just work your way up to it and uh, you should, you should definitely be fine. 
um honestly make it fun if if you don't if 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 you want to make an unenjoyable experience enjoyable then do it with someone else and make a challenge out of it so like whoever can go longer and make it a competition i think that would be something that um people would find fun to do in, in the beginning at least or maybe even every single time but yeah so are there any negatives associated with cold plunging if you were to practice it incorrectly like i assume you shouldn't stay in it for a long period of time yeah you know you you shouldn't stay in it for like especially if it's at that certain temperature that low of a temperature you'll probably get you frostbite should, or or uh uh hypothermia hyperthermia hyper hi, hypo 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 hypothermia yeah. hypothermia yeah yes. hypothermia hyperthermia yeah. is when you're heat exhaust exhausted or from too much heat i believe yeah um but yeah you'd probably get hypothermia um and you'd probably feel ill very quickly um if you're if you don't get you know warm so also if when you're icing if you notice like you ice the area too long like say you're icing um your knee um with just a bag of ice your skin starts to turn a little pink or red that's when you've done a little too much um icing in that area where it can become even more inflamed so you're counteracting what the ice is supposed to do which is lower the inflammation in that area if you're injured um so just be aware like it, the same effect applies to a cold plunge if your body is in those cold temperatures at a longer time then you're just gonna uh it's gonna counteract the, the benefits that you're gonna be receiving so and in the past you've done cryotherapy tell me a little bit more about that and do you see yourself doing it again in the future or is this something that you're not really into anymore yeah so i did i did a lot of cryotherapy um when i was playing club soccer and i had you know a lot of a lot of injuries in the past you know with with ankles uh hip flexors knees um those areas so basically my, my legs were broken but you know uh, that's a metaphor or you know not seriously broken but you know what i mean um yeah so the reason i tried it because i didn't really want to keep icing or i did i just wanted to see what it was all about um so cryo i did i i, I found it to be helpful you go into a it's a it's a cryogenic uh, chamber basically okay you walk in um it's like a tube at least the one that i went into is like a full body one so your your head is above the uh the little capsule thing and it's liquid nitrogen that's being you know circulated around around your body um and i think it's like negative 200 it ranges from negative 200 to 400 um fahrenheit so very cold and that's you stay in there for like two to three minutes okay and at first yes it, it's very cold um and you want to get out and you do have to wear you know 
socks so you don't get frostbite or or get too cold um a lot of people go in with a robe and keep the robe on but i don't feel like you would get any benefits if you're not if if the liquid nitrogen is not touching your skin like the gas is not you know touching your skin at least in that area that that may be that may be sore um but i think for the benefits yeah long term it it could be helpful for some uh it's just very it, it varies from person to person there have been like studies where it's like oh cryotherapy is a gimmick and it may it it lacks evidence in areas where it's showing definitive you know benefits for the patient or for those for those people that are going into the cryo cryogenic uh you know chamber or using cryotherapy so i think for those you can try it there's nothing wrong with it i don't think you're gonna get ill unless you have like some i would say uh respiratory problems maybe you don't want to be breathing in that much obviously they don't they're they'll instruct you to uh the doctors will instruct you to um not put your head in the chamber fully um so you're not like consuming all the liquid nitrogen or the fumes so you're not like feeling nauseous or lightheaded or about to like pass out even um but that's an obvious, you know, precaution that you take before even going into it. Do you think that there's a certain stigmatism or reluctancy you can see around taking cold plungers or doing cold showers with people in general? Like, would you say people just are not interested in it? Well, I can speak for myself. I wouldn't say it's a stigmatism or reluctance, but I'm just not interested in taking a cold shower. I like to have a nice hot steaming shower when I wake up. That wakes me up. What a hot shower? A yeah. hot shower cannot wake you up. Well, no. When that hot water hits in my back, when that hot water hits my back, <laughs> I just feel alive. <laughs> yeah, so I think for those who are like very reluctant to uh do any sort of cold exposure, um firstly I wanna say I'm sorry for you. Okay, I think you're missing out, honestly. And second, you shouldn't be, I don't think you guys should be afraid. Honestly, just try it. Obviously, no one likes um, extremely hot or extremely cold, right? So if you want to just lower the temperature gradually, like say, obviously, for Andrew here, he likes taking hot showers, right in the morning. So he can just gradually turn the knob towards the cooler side over time, like towards even towards the end of the shower, right? Um, just turning it towards the colder side for a little bit towards the end of the shower, I think can kind of get get your body used to the cold um, or even starting off with cold and then gradually going up back the, uh, the other way. So you can gradually do it that way. Um, I do think you're missing out. I, I think it's it's definitely something that you should at least try um, for like a week or so. And then if it just becomes a routine for you guys, then by all means, include it. And I think you'll reap the benefits. And to even comfort you guys even more about cold exposure, 
So this this guy, he is a doctor, PhD uh, doctorate, okay, uh, Thomas P. Seeger, okay. So he had a high PSA level, okay, and that's for prostate cancer, checking for the prostate levels. So prostate-specific antigen stands for PSA, and they were at a higher risk. So it was around like a seven, I think a little bit higher, but he was supposed to get a biopsy and get surgery. So what he did was change his diet to a ketogenic diet along with cold exposure. So what that did, he, he so first he had a 7.0 um, PSA and did the keto, he did the cold exposure and come, he comes back six months later to check it again, and it went down to 1.8. And then with, along with the, the cold exposure and the ice baths that he took every day um, for six months, it went down to 1.5. And along with that, this is the real, the real catch, right? So his testosterone, right, went from 728 to 1180 so 1180 okay and that's free testosterone so that's a crazy jump from just taking you know cold cold plunges a cold a cold bath um and what this is the science behind this so if you want to increase your testosterone and it has been proven in studies along with this guy as well um, doing a cold plunger, going through cold exposure before your workouts will definitively increase your testosterone, um, by tenfold. I obviously that's not the exact number, but it's, it will increase your, your testosterone. I think they showed 300% increase, um, in a study they did. So that's, that's crazy numbers. And if you can grow even more just by increasing your testosterone, then, why not? I think that for those of you who are going to the gym and wanting to grow a little bit more muscle mass, I think that's something that you should look into. So say someone like me, who's never done a cold plunge or does cold showers in the morning, would like to try a cold plunge one day. How should we ease into it? Because I don't think if I were just to jump into a cold plunge tomorrow, I would ever go back into one again. So what are the yeah. steps to ease my way into this? cool plunge yeah so i would start off with you know cold showers you know you can gradually change the the temperature just to see how it feels um and just sit under there for like a couple minutes um under the cool water um and then once you get in enough cold showers i would go into an ice bath and just do like three to five minutes uh get bags of ice put it in the tub fill it up with water and uh, get some type of cold exposure through a lot like ice cold water. And then once you do that, yeah. work your way into an actual cold plunge where you're submerged with that negative um, 20 to 40 degrees. Okay. So that way you can actually see the, the real jump in, and how you feel overall right after you get out of the the cold plunge 
and you guys may be surprised um, that you guys can do it because it is mentally tough to want to sit there and get in a cold water. Like no one wants to do that. But I think at the end of the day, if you do do that, um, or I should say the beginning of the day, if you do decide to do it, um, you're, you'll be surprised of how great you feel and like, oh, I can do anything. I can achieve every, anything. I can reach the top of the world if I, if I do this this one task, this one difficult task in the beginning just to reach the end of the day where um, I'll be happy with myself. I'll be happy with what I did throughout that day and I've achieved 1% higher. So give it a try. I I'll know Andrew's going to give it a try. Yeah. You better. You better. Yeah. I'll try with the cold showers before. Well, I, I don't have access to a cold plunge right now, so I'll just stick with yeah. cold showers for now. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate and review each episode and follow us on social media. Stay fit and keep grinding.